0: Emily heard the sound of running water and wondered why that water was slowing to a trickle. She didn't realise it was the sound of the blood in her veins moving slower and slower. She listened to an axe falling somewhere in the distance, quickly at first, then slowing to a few lazy haphazard strikes. She didn't know it was her heart beating slower, then slower, then almost still, just one... Lazy hack at a time. Emily's body lay crumpled and still on a dry rocky creek bank while a frenzy erupted around her. Race officials in fluoro-orange vests clambered over tussocks and scrambled through shallow rocky waters. One of them punched words into a two-way radio as he ran. "'We've got to ride it down! We need an ambulance! It looks bad, real bad!' On the Golden River flat, where the makeshift tent city of the mountain cattlemen's get-together sprawled out for the two-day celebrations, people were still watching the race. The commentator, oblivious to the fall on the other side of the rise, continued to call the mountain cattlemen's cup as the field of horses half-slid down the jagged slope towards the finishing straight. Horses were sheened with sweat, riders gripped tight with denim-clad thighs, and with gritted teeth hissed their horses on. Adrenaline surged through the veins of horses and riders alike. The two leaders hugged the curve of the track tight. One rider's boot struck the fluttering triangular blue and yellow flags, strung between star pickets as his horse was bunted and shunted home. They flew past in a blur, belting for the line. Only three people in the crowd were ignoring the neck-and-neck finish. Rod and his grandchildren, Meg and Tilly, searched desperately for Emily on her grey mare. As the rest of the field raced home, with Emily nowhere in sight, Rod felt panic rising within him. "'Where's Mummy and Snowgum?' Meg said, squinting up at her grandfather. Rod gripped both girls on their shoulders. "'I'll go find her. I promise you stay here.' He tried to sound confident as he saw Meg's eyes fill with tears. A friend in the crowd stepped forward and guided Meg and Tilly away. Rod nodded his thanks to the woman, and then he was gone, sprinting towards his ute. A pretty bush nurse was doing up the silver press studs of her blue overalls in the back of the ambulance. She pulled her long chestnut hair back into a ponytail and smoothed the rumpled sheets of the stretcher bed, her rosy lips still raw from his stubbly kiss she could still taste the beer, cigarettes and dust on his lips. Penny felt dizzy and giggly all at once, recalling the full force of his lust. Their encounter had been fast and furious. She knew he had been watching her all day, like a predator stalking its prey. The very moment that Kev, her amber crew partner, walked away to get a drink, Clancy had run to her, curved his arm around her waist and dragged her into the ambulance. He'd kissed her hard on the lips and reefed open the studs on her overalls to clutch at her breasts. Then he'd lifted her onto the stretcher bed as she swiped aside the drip stands and oxygen equipment. He had wrenched down her overalls, tugged at his own leather belt and unzipped his jeans, revealing hips as snake-thin as a bull rider. He'd set at her in a flat-out gallop, the rhythm of his thrusts rising in crescendo as the commentator called the mountain race outside the ambulance. As Penny thrust her hips against his, she threw her head back and gripped his perfect backside tight. She felt like a sweating, blowing horse, and he her rider. The ambulance rocked and she wanted to scream, but she had pressed her hand over her mouth and bitten down hard into the flesh of her palm. When it was done, Clancy lay on her for a time, breathing heavily. Penny had shut her eyes and stroked his muscular shoulders, already beginning to long for the next encounter. They could only ever steal moments like that. She hoped no one had seen. He was not so subtle when he was drunk. But she'd smiled coyly as she smuggled him out from the ambulance and jammed his big black hat back on his head. Thankfully, everyone's eyes had been on the race. In the lead up to the Mountain Cattleman's Cup, Kev had been watching Penny in the side mirror flirt with that selfish bugger who acted as if his wife and two kids didn't exist. Disgusted, he'd turned the mirror away and eventually taken himself off to find a cuppa. He couldn't bear to watch. Now, back in the cabin with his feet up on the dash...